I'm Zach Weiss, and you're listening to Across the Cavs on the Basketball Podcast Network. It only happens once a year, and Earth, Wind, and Fire calls it their favorite day. The 21st night of September, and there's no better way to celebrate that than bring in Dan Galinsky of King James Gospel back onto Across the Cavs to talk about the team we love more than any other team in any sport. So, Dan, it is a pleasure to bring you back on this momentous Earth, Wind, and Fire evening. Pleasure to be back, Zach. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, absolute pleasure. And I do have to ask, are you tired having lived through all these September 21st? Do you ever tire of reading tweets and posts and hearing the song on the radio all day, every September 21st? Or, or is it music to your ears at this point? No, I mean, you, you got you to gotta give it its due. Um, it's, its, it's its own day. Uh, I got no problem with it. All right, well said, respect, and I've actually not heard it today. I saw the post last night from Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then obviously it gained more traction this morning. You have to get it out the night before, but regardless, you know, as, you know, as we talk about September 21st, things are looking very different for the Cavs this year than last year. Now, we came in the last season looking at Evan Mobley is going to have a big rookie season. Ricky Rubio is here to be that great sixth man and backup point guard we've long needed. And the Cavs, who knew what their record was going to be? We had no idea. You know, the roster was a little different. They made some moves right not that far before the year started. And now we come into this season with uh, two all-stars in the backcourt. And then you look up front. Jared Allen coming off a big season, Evan Moley coming off a big season, Karis Alert's coming off the bench potentially. I, I think, Dan, that this number 45, first name Donovan, last name Mitchell, could be pretty special in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I just think with him, uh, just a, I mean, elite athlete, uh, I, I think he. I mean, really is a, a true three-level score in every sense of the word. Uh, I think it's another kind of crunch time guy that's been there. Um, obviously, the playoff experience should help. I mean, there, there have been some trials and tribulations there. but um, And defensively, there's, there's concerns. I mean, I, I think he needs to show more urgency on that end of the floor um, in the playoffs at times is a little clueless, but I think part of it also is just the wear and tear he's had on the other end um, as a creator. I think him and Darius can, can complement each other well uh, in the sense that they're both, uh, I mean, he, he's, he can be somewhat streaky as a shooter, but really has um, impressive range um the, the three volume is is not going to be what it was in utah but um that's that's definitely a, a crucial part of his shot profile um really can create off the bounce in a number of different ways and i just think his his power as a driver um is big for us and, and i think colin 
a difference there is uh, really made strides as a, as a passer over his time. But um, Mitchell is, more, I mean, more of like a combo guard in the sense that he, he has better vision and uh, as a driver really is, it really kicks it out very well and, and also can make a variety of passes. So I, I think that'll be uh, big for us. Yeah. Defense, you know, we'll, we can we can get to another time. I do think Don Don's going to improve under JD Bickerstaff. You know, I agree. and I think we'll hopefully finally see a conference finals, which is a topic for later in the show. And just on the flip side, you know, we talk a lot about the Cavs getting Don. We don't talk a lot about Utah and what they got. Who knows how few or many games are going to win this year? I have absolutely no idea what who's going to be on the roster, what's going to happen. It's going to be a mess. Just mm-hmm. new new heads coming in, but. You know, we did trade them three guys off the roster, O'Shea Abaji, Lowry Marketing, Colin Sexton. Who do you think is going – we're going to miss the most in Cleveland? And then which guy in Utah is going to have the best season? It might be an obvious answer, but looking at Lowry this summer, who knows? Well, I think Colin really is – I hate – I really do hate this for him that he's not able to experience really – see, like, see how the seeds were planted here. That, that really, in my opinion, still sinks. But um, I, I think he'll have uh, tr- an incredible year. Um, I, I Again, I don't know. As you hit on it, it's, it's hard to say what the roster will actually shake out to be. But um, I, I think at least early on, or at least like this next season ahead, I think we'll probably miss Lowry the most just with his skill set. Um, it, it's yeah. it, it's going to be a little bit tough to replicate that shooting he has. Um, and I, I still think he's an underrated, like transition player. I think that's something that he got, we saw more of as the year progressed. Um, I, I think that kind of like movement into shooting and transition is something that, uh, is very underappreciated in his game. And I, I think there's untapped like on ball stuff from him as well. But I think, um, in that Utah situation, I think they'll, they, they, if they're smart, I think they'll kind of allow him to use that a little bit more. Yeah, you know, I, I hope so. I am excited to watch all three guys. Oh, yeah. I, I have no idea what – they still have Mike Conley. They still have Bojan. They got Beasley, Vanderbilt, Clarkson. I, I expect to see a lot of Walker Kessler over there. I was hoping to see mm-hmm. a lot of, of Johnny Juzang, two-way rookie, and Jared Butler, but I don't know what, what we're going to get over there because they think all these guys can fetch first-round picks. Danny Ainge is doing a good job, but he's still no Sam Presti, Mr. Sir Fleece, Sir Fleece a lot, who yeah. has done a great job. You know, we'll see. And, you know, in trading Lowry Markin and Dan, the Cavs also open up a very interesting competition at the small forward spot. Now, we have a couple people saying Karis LeVert. You have a lot of Dean Wade believers. You got a few few i'm not one of them saying lamar stevens but it does seem the consensus the main consensus would be isaac okoro now who do you think which small forward of stevens osman okoro lavert and we'll just throw winland because he's still here who who fits the starting spot the best in your opinion coming into the season at least because it's definitely not a lock whoever gets it might not stay there yeah, I think there's um, a number of guys, it seems like, in the running for it. Uh, but to me, I just think 
with how they had uh, the success they had last year, uh, kind of in that like tall ball, I say it like ish mold. Um, I, I, I like Dean there personally. I, I just think, um, I think they were 15 and 13 when he was a starter last year um, at various points. And I, I just think um, given that he was in, I think like basically in terms of minutes, I think he was in like, again, there was a lot of reshuffling of lineups. So you take it with a gray salt, but he was in, I can't remember the exact minute share, but basically like the net rating when he was a starter was like, he was, I think in the second, the second best lineup, so to speak. Uh, so I, I just think, again, you, you, it's not all that, um, but I just think what he's, his intelligence defensively really shows um, very underappreciated re- defensive rebounder. I think his positioning is really good there. Um, honestly, a lot better than Lowry actually, um, but moves his feet well. Uh, and I just think of those said guys, I think he just has the most off ball viability offensively. Um, when he was a starter last season, I think he shot in, it was either 37 or 38% from deep. I mean, it wasn't a huge volume, but in a low usage guy role and just a heady player off ball. Um, I just think it allows like the, the backcourt guys to flourish and in that sort of guy, um, it, it's kind of like a connector type guy as well. Um, I, I question how significant stretches that Harris could be there. And to me, that would kind of minimize his impact. And with Coro, I just, I question really how much offensive viability we'll really see if it's like he has to play starting minutes. Cause I just, I don't see that. So I'd go, I'd lean Dean right now. Oh yeah. And I'd be absolutely fine with that. I remember going to Nets Cavs last year in November when all the bigs were out. Dean was the starting forward there. Everyone else is hurt. Dean's doing an amazing job on KD. Cavs are in the game until there were five minutes left without Mobley or Allen. I think love that was love's return. He wasn't playing much. Taco started that game. I mean, we, we almost, yeah. won with taco fall at center. No disrespect. I think it was, I think it was a Tuesday. I could be wrong, but I think it might it have been a Tuesday. Taco was the starter. Ed Davis was the backup. I'm like, what the heck is Ed Davis? And then Ed Davis put on a show. He had like 13 rebounds. Which is yeah, he, on a show in Ed well. Davis terms. Ed Davis is the modern day Reggie Evans, just left-handed, if you think <laughs> about their games. So he's destined to light up big three someday. But no, I, I'm okay with Dean. You know, it, it's going to be fun to see, you know, how it winds up shaking out. I, I do hope he gets rotation minutes. He absolutely deserves it. You know, he is one of a few Cavs that have gotten married since the last season ended, you know, I want to see him find that happiness on the court, on the actual playing floor, like he has off the court in his personal life, because he deserves every bit of that for the effort he puts in and just the great teammate he clearly is for the Cavs. Agreed. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. And, folks, we will step aside for a quick moment for a word from Raycon. This is Zach Weiss, host of Across the Cavs. And lately, I've been listening to a lot of REM Lincoln Park and road tripping, and I've been loving it because I've been using my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. 
Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. I've got noise isolation, which is fantastic. I don't want to hear all the sounds. I just want to hear what I want to hear. And Raycon allows me to do that, along with their three customizable sound profiles. I'm set. When I'm getting work done, when I'm walking down the street, I'm set. I'm listening to what I want to hear, and the background noise just fades. So go to buyraycon.com today and use code TBPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TBPN15. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, so far with Dan Galinsky here of King James Gospel, we've talked about Donovan Mitchell again because we're going to keep talking about Donovan Mitchell because that trade is a pretty big damn deal for us. And we've talked about the small forward spot where we got Dean Wade, Isaac Okoro, Lamar Stevens, Jetty Osman, Levert. Everyone wants that spot. We'll see who ultimately gets it. A guy we haven't talked a ton about who's going to miss the start of the season. Mentioned him at the top of the show, Ricky Rubio who is coming off the ACL injury last year. He had been absolutely on fire. We blew a big lead the game. He got hurt. Missed the rest of the year. We traded him to Indiana for Levert. Ended up re-signing him this summer. Three-year, $18 million. So first part of this, Dan, is if Ricky Rubio has to miss extended time or even possibly the whole season, as some reports have suggested, which Cavs player on the roster currently do you believe stands to benefit the most? Hmm. You know, I, I actually, oh, I, I think Neto could be, um, he should get some minutes uh, in, in the event that it's kind of like December, January uh, when Rubio's back. But I think it's, I mean, it's kind of maybe a little bit off the beaten path, but I just think, uh, at least until I, I guess it's different if he's out the whole year, but until then, um, I, I think Levert's like, I, I think his role could actually kind of be, he could be like best utilized as like a bench kind of primary initiator. Um, just cause I, I think he is a good passer. I think that's still like, we didn't get to see a lot of that last, uh, last year post deadline. And I think it was. It hurt him that Jared Allen wasn't in there as, as a rolling presence. I think that could help him a lot this year. Um, so I, I think that's a guy that I look at um, off the bat. And I, I think he can function as kind of like a lead guard type guy um, in instances with like Garland slash Mitchell, like for stretches, like one of the two. Um, that's a guy I definitely look at, but, uh, I, I still think like a lot of people are kind of just writing off. It seems like Cavs fans netto, but I, I think he actually can be a legit player for him. Um, at least for like a, a quote unquote third lead guard, it's kind of an upgrade over Brandon Goodwin, just because at least like, I mean, offensively, they're somewhat similar. He's a little bit more of a, um, kind of driver as opposed to pull-up guy um like driver and transition guy and i think defensively he really can give them a lift he's he's very good against um opposing initiators so i guess those two in general 
Yeah, no question about that. You know, we'll see how it goes down. In an ideal world, you know, we're going to get Ricky back. He's going to play minutes this season. You know, I, I can't imagine a world where he does miss the whole season. You know, it's a hypothetical. Have seen reports, so nothing fully confirmed by anyone with the check mark. I've seen people talking about <laughs> folks with check marks, but nothing from the check mark folks themselves. You know, I, I do agree with you. I think Neto has proven, as I mentioned a couple pods back with John Michael, that Neto's had the playoff experience. He had to play a lot for the Sixers in the bubble when Ben Simmons couldn't perform in the first round when he went, he was down, unable to play. And he went to the playoff, the Wizards. You know, he's had good opportunities to be around good guards. He's learned a lot. I think he'll be a great locker room voice, as will Robin Lopez. And I think both guys will get a chance. I think potentially with Levert getting extra point guard minutes, that might open up an extra forward who might not be in the rotation to see run early on. I'm not even going to try and predict out of Osman, Stevens, Wade, Okoro, who sits, who doesn't. I I don't. I'll let JB do that because I I get stressed just thinking about it. Don't forget Jamarco. Uh, Jamarco Pickett, yeah, he just just uh, picked him up on an Exhibit 10. You know, maybe Mamadi Diakite makes the team and then hits a game-winning, I mean, tying shot with uh, <laughs> a little bit of time left. Shout out Brian Anderson, though, a fantastic commentator. There's no doubt about that. Hopefully he gets some Cavs games this year, finally. I'll yeah, I like him. See, yeah, I'd love to see him talk about, oh, Garland to the basket. Oh, what a move. Marius Garland. Yeah, he does a, a fair amount of TNT stuff, too, I think. Yeah, he does a lot. I think when when Marv retired, he moved up in the rotation. Oh, and now, okay. And now they have re- they used to only have playoff iron. Now TNT also has regular season iron, which, I mean, the more He's iron the, eagle, the better. The man. He's the man, the man himself. Collection. A great man. Terrific guy. On and off the microphone. Shout out iron eagle as well. No more shout outs, though. And uh, the other question, though, here, Dan, finishing up. So if Ricky hypothetically misses the season, can the Cavs get by with Nemhard, Neto, and Garland with Mitchell and Lavert as the alt ball handlers? Or do they need to bring someone else in at some point? Hmm. Um, it's a good question. I, uh, I think they could get by, but it is, I mean, you, you Levert really can't have like a serious injury. I will say that that would be less than ideal. But I mean, I, I'm not 100 positive, but I, I I think Alfred Payton is still on the market. I feel like he'd be a good um, sort of contingency there. Um, somebody like that. I, I would say Eric Bledsoe to some extent, but he's kind of had his own issues in, in recent past. So uh, I, I think I think Payton would be a nice add just for depth um, in that sense, but we'll have to see uh, what his, his outlook is, but that's a guy that, that I would look at, but in general, I think they could probably figure it out. Um, and at least throughout the season, they could at least figure out like lineup wise, how to best get other guys, good looks for curious to balance scoring and playmaking. But again, I, I think with the, infrastructure they have now i think they could figure it out eric bledsoe would be a fun fun guy to bring in he wasn't that bad as a starter with the clippers it was cool to see him getting shots honestly based on he was a odd 
odd fit in New Orleans. I don't even know how to explain that one. Yeah. But I, it was okay on the Bucks. It just – he wasn't good at what he needed to be good at, which is why when he was on the Suns putting up numbers, it was fine. You know, but right. all, the, all the Bucks point guards, the Giannis era pre-holiday made no sense. George, uh, <laughs> George Hill part one, you know, Carter Williams made no sense. It made sense from a length perspective, but they didn't win anything with him. And uh, Della Vadova was cool there. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, Bro- okay, that's not true. Brogdon was fine, but I think he was more of a two guard when he played there. Eh, not to not to get sidetracked. You know, I I would like to see Eric Bledsoe. He didn't play with Portland. He's fully healthy coming in. I, I'd honestly be fine just having him on the sideline. You know, other than his, I don't want to be here. I think he'd bring good veteran presence. He's been around the Bucks. He was around, you know, the Clippers. He, uh, I'm not necessarily saying he wouldn't want to be here. It's just oh no, that's just calling it calling in, out the great moment that he once had. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's there's just a little bit of sideshow stuff with Bledsoe, but, it, bit. and he he's definitely capable. I mean, I, I wouldn't blame him for doing that. It's just it, you never know with him. Is it, it's that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I will say the Hornets picked Dennis Smith Jr. over both Isaiah Thomas and Kimball Walker as a potential backup. So not not saying we need a reunion, but I'd be open to IT coming on for a little bit, and I would be open to Kemba Walker just as a short-term scorer who plays a few minutes every now and then. Kemba Walker is one of the, no matter what people might say, that's one of the biggest balls of energy in the NBA. Man, loves the game. I don't know what happened in New York. I really don't. They didn't believe in him. They didn't give him minutes. It messed him up. When he played sparingly, he had no confidence. Let's not forget how, how good he was in Charlotte and the beginning of his Boston era. I don't expect him to sign in the case Rubio's out, but I would totally be open to Kemba Walker coming in. Just fill up yeah. a little scoring. and I mean, I, it, he'd have a nice community impact like Larry Nance used to have, I bet. I bet he'd get very integrated right away if he came in. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. All right, so we're, we're, op- we're open on Kemba. Let's see, let's see how we feel about this next question. So. I haven't thought about this since the trade, only pre-trade. But, Dan, I'm going to ask you the hard stuff. That's why we're here, okay? The Cavs now have Donovan Mitchell. They've got Darius Garland. They've got one of the best four, one of the best four-man units in the game. We're not going to go team by team. There's probably still a few better ones. But project the Cavs record here. How many games do you think we're winning? Because, yes, there's going to be stretches of – Easy, hard, home, away, but we're going to play the same teams as we did last year the same number of times through and through. How do you think we're going to stack up? I think they'll get 47. Um, I'll say that right now. I think an improvement of three wins. Given that there's going to be some ups and downs, um, I think they'll kind of start a little bit slow. But I I think if they do get Rubio back, which I I definitely think they will – I think that could they could really hit their stride um, when he's fully back, so to speak. Uh, just given how he can alleviate, alleviate pressure off those two guys, um, the leadership on and off the floor he has. Um, and, and honestly, I think this year, whether people want to criticize it or not, um, I, I think love really will be locked and loaded, um, given that they kind of have – the blueprint for how to manage him. I think he'll really benefit from that. Um, and I think defensively they'll have enough um, where they'll be able to figure it out and, and 
the zones that they kind of throw in there um, with Mobley at the top. Uh, they'll be able to mix in. And, and I just think this team, given what they went through last year, uh, with a, a sprinkle of, of veteran stuff also, uh, with like Rolo is, is an example, I think they'll pay dividends. And I, I think, yeah, for now, I'll say 47. Okay. Um, I, I think could maybe get home, home court advantage in the first round. But I, I think for now, I, I think definitely are not a playing team this next season. I think they're yep. s- surely – I'd probably put them at fifth as of right now. All right. So, respect. Originally, pre-trade, assuming they had re-signed Colin, I had them still over 50. However, hmm. looking at things now, and that was just because of my confidence. I looked at last year. They're going to – That's assume, fine. Yeah, they're going to be assumedly healthy, right? And there's no way – that we're going to barely be better when you consider what our record was without all the injuries when people were on the court. Now you say that about every team, but with the Cavs, we actually watch every game. We're not reading box scores. We're watching 48 minutes of film two to four times a week, you know, for 20 plus weeks, you know, we're, we're more than that, however long the season is. And we're, we're breaking this down. You know, we're on Cavs Twitter. We see what everyone says. We, we glean more and we go through the next day after the games are played. And, you know, I just think about the Cavs and everything we saw. Now we're adding a bona fide all-star, a closer. You know, I, I forget all the Gobert stuff. It sounds like he was ready to stay and move on, but they didn't want to continue it, which makes sense. You know, as a competitor, you never want to see it blow up and leave. I do believe, honestly, that Don was ready to stay and try and make it work. But they made it clear when they traded Rudy that that wasn't going to happen. I know they had their relationship irreconcilable. Rudy did that to himself, though. And that is what it is. Good luck to him in Minnesota. But we got him. Hopefully he's not touching all the microphones. I hope not, man. You know, he's – I really hope not because there's going to be – with everything that number 32 there has had to deal with very tragically, if he does anything, he is going to have a target on his back from the rest of the team. And they're going to yeah. regret ever making the trade. But on a serious note, I'm very excited to watch Rudy and Kat together, see how it works. Cause I, I think it's doable. Dirk played power forward all those years, you know, Kat's not Dirk, but they have, a, they have similar styles offensively. One's more mm-hmm. effective than the other one, obviously. You know which one it is, Dirk, I, I'd say. But, you know, you're putting a seven-footer at the four spot. No, And he played with Tyson Chandler. It's kind of that, just the modern game, you know? So I, I'm curious to see how it works. That would be my comparison of it at least. Although, we'll, we'll see. Getting back to Cleveland, you know, we brought in Dom. We've got Darius. I think everyone will play 70 games. Karras here for the whole season, or at least the first part of the season. Who knows about midseason? But, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, every guy on this team is committed to winning. Lamar, Osman, Windler, Wade, they're going to go in and out of the rotation probably. Who knows what, what's going to happen there. But they're going to be cheering on and off the floor for their guys. This is a tight-knit locker room. We saw Dylan Windler engage. We see him engaged on Twitter. You know, these guys are tight. He's at all these the player weddings. You know, they love each other as a unit, and that, that means a lot. Donovan's coming into a great situation. Ricky. Yep. Coming back, Howell, Robin, they're in great situations. They're with guys that love each other, with the staff that's now been here for a few years. They, they got so close last year. Is that taste in their mouth. I don't care that the Hawks got better. 
I don't care that Boston added Malcolm Brogs. I don't give two hoots about Durant staying in Brooklyn. You know, we have a squad, and I'm I'm gonna say 53 and 29 four seed just because I don't know how it's gonna shake out with can still though we do have the Nets, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Heat. Who knows who are actually better than you know, there's other teams too, but I think that you know the Pistons are actually going to be a tougher out than most people will give them credit for this year. Same with the Agreed. Pacers. But Agreed. we're a good squad. I think we could beat anybody. I think we're going to beat all 30, all 29 teams at least once. I'm not going to put money on that, but I'm confident in it. You know, I look at the Cavs now. Don is that guy. So we have two players in our backcourt playing together. Not for that long. They're probably going to sub and do what they used to do with Darius and Colin, the, the quick uh-huh. trigger, and then they'll play two guys that can get going when the game's on the line and you need to create a lead in the third quarter when it's just ISO because no one can hit anything. You got two guys now. So Dan, I'm, I'm very confident in the squad. We have getting 50 to 55 wins and I'll lock it at 53. So you're into the spider verse. Um, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> and, it's a good one. It's and, good. And I hope that Donovan miles Morales Mitchell shows up. In, for the first game in a full-on with – with a Miles Morales fit. That'd be I sick. What, I, it's been a minute since I've seen the movie, so I might be rusty. But I'd love that. You know, he's – I think he's going to be a fan favorite, I think. I got him for several years under contract. We paid Darius the biggest contract in Cavs history. This is the best backcourt we've ever had. No disrespect to the great ones we've had in the past, but I don't think there's a debate. This is the best backcourt in Cavs history. We're watching uh, a new era of legendary ball that without the King, we haven't seen since before we were born. And this for us is going to be really special. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely waiting on pins and needles. Yeah, we got we got training Locked. camp, training camp soon. Got ready it. to what did uh what did JB say or Kobe ready to rock? <laughs> Definitely good. that. Like that, like that for Cleveland. But did we we got we got a great squad, and you know we uh, a quick quick mention of who we do have here, and then a quick birthday shout out, and then we'll sign off. But they got him what Pickett, Nate Hinton, Sharif Cooper. Diakite, is that correct? Yeah. Will any of them actually make the roster in some capacity, or are they just going to be Cleveland charge players? Well, I guess Vodrin is already um, – he got waived, but I think okay. he's already going to be able to charge. Um, yeah, Vodrin's there, yeah. I would think Pickett would be, um, in my opinion, the one that could have a shot. Is, is kind of like a defensive specialist guy with some size. Um, but aside from that, probably not. Um, just gut feeling. I mean, th- there's kind of some Sharif lovers out there. Um, I-, I did like, I mean, him coming out. And, and honestly, with Atlanta, he hasn't really had a shot. But uh, it's it just hasn't materialized. But in theory, he could. Uh, but I, I, I could maybe see Pickett. Yeah. Cooper didn't have any games with more than one basket. He just had the Colin connect. He would have the Colin connection now, 
with yeah. Auburn. But yeah, we'll see. He did average 20 points, eight assists in college. So he played 12 games. He well, was uh Isaac's dude in high school as well. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It yeah. was just kind of a lob throw. You never know. Well, well I, that I like. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, I don't think he makes it. I hope he catches on, though. I think he absorbed a lot from Trey. That's, I agree. That's, that's my thought, who is ranked 2-0 in every single board right now. I don't know what he should be ranked. I don't even hate him for the way he cooked us last year. Honestly, I just I respect him even more for taking a 10-seeded Hawks team that had way too many expectations off the conference finals. Everyone was hurt all season to right. where they got. I'm, I'm ex- and he had one bad playoff game. I don't care. I'm extremely impressed every day watching him. His shoes should be, his shoes shouldn't sell out so fast. <laughs> I want a pair very badly, but for the non-calf point guards, I think he's my favorite player. Him, he just his game is beautiful. You know, he does some things leaning into contact, whatever, but he's got an elite floater. He's confident in his shot. He's a great teammate. He's a leader. And I think that he's one of the most electric players to watch at the end of the oh, day. Yeah. So I just don't, don't play him in the playoffs. I'd be a little scared of him and DeJounte in a seven game series, <laughs> but yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting for sure. It would. I think the Cavs would win that one in seven, six or seven. I think, I, I think, and I'll finish with this, Dan, I think, Ceiling this year is six is a six game conference finals. Ideally, what I actually expect is a second round, probably losing five. I'm with you. Wish it was better, but the Celtics or the Bucks or the Heat, Sixers, Nets, we're not to knock off one of them. I think we can, but doing two, you know, what the Hawks did last year was, was amazing. Two years ago, I guess, with the Sixers or what the New Orleans almost did was yeah. incredible. You know, what the Mavericks just did could be what the Cavs are capable of, but I guess we'll see. I'm personally expecting, and I'll say this, this will be my final sentence, and I'll go to you for closing thoughts. I think it's the Clippers' title to lose if Kawhi plays along with George. That's my closing thought. But I wish, I wish it was the Cavs, but I think it's the Clippers' title to lose on September 21st. I think that's probably a fair statement. It's just with those two, you just never know. Um, and uh, the Clippers, quite for whatever reason, are snake bitten. But I, in terms of talent level and depth, I don't disagree with you. All right, respect. Now, do you have one last Cavs take to throw out into the across the Cavs diverse? Uh, no, not really. I just hope that uh, Doc stays off Twitter too. A good bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch, watch your likes, Glenn. You got to be careful with that stuff, bro. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, well, to any new players joining the Sixers, there's a great lesson for you. Watch yourself and don't use the hacked excuse because there's no way he got hacked. <laughs> he just forgot about his burner that said Ren Glivers. Well, oh, man. But anyway, he is Dan Galinsky. I'm Zach Weiss. This has been the latest edition of Across the Cavs. If you like what you heard, head to Apple, Spotify, drop a review, give it a listen, share it. We will see you next time back real soon for more Cleveland Cavaliers content.